Welcome to the Gil and Brenda podcast as we share tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Listen for the action steps at the end, and now let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are so glad that you are here for another episode with Gil and Brenda, where we get to talk to you about... Tips, tools, and tingles. Tingles for your relationship. (laughs) So today's topic is going to be around a thing called self-talk or the inner voice, such as what is your inner, inner, what is your inner voice telling you? Can you really trust it? Wow. I've had a lot of conversations about that with a lot of different people lately. And it's just been interesting. (laughs) Nobody has a an answer for that inner voice or why it happens. Although we're going to kind of, you know, talk about that a little bit today. But the thing is, is can you keep up with your inner voice? So what do you mean by keep up with your inner voice, Bren? Oh man. I mean, even somebody in the grocery store can say something to me and my mind will go a thousand miles an hour talking to myself somewhere else. Totally. So are you saying that you're not paying attention to what they're saying? No, I hang on every word. Everyone always says that's a a good listening. That is a line of BS. If I ever heard it and BS stands for Brenda Stewart. That's right. Nobody be offended, please. Come on. Really? So can you keep up with your inner voice? Well, really let's give you some ideas of how fast that inner voice is moving. According to some research that I typically share with my clients, your brain is no match for your emotions because in common everyday conversation between people, the conversation moves at about 100 to 150 words a minute, just an average conversation. Boy, that sounds bad. 100 to 150 words per minute as we, you know, conversate. Mm -hmm. But self-talk moves more at a thousand words per minute, and that is your inner voice talking to you at literally a thousand words. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So think about this. If <laughs> if thousands of words are going through your brain in a minute, how much of that message is positive and negative? We'll get to that in just a second. So here's another thought, another little fun fact for you all out there. Your brain is able to process about 28 to 32 bits of information in a second. That's a lot of information. That's a lot. However, when you speak, even if it's self-talk under your breath, you know, make sure you have somebody not watching you because they'll probably call in for a white jacket. You know, hey, Charlie, this guy's going down. You know, if you're talking to yourself, uh, you can really then at that point in time, only process about eight bits a second when you speak slowly to yourself. It slows down your brain so your brain, your thought process, your logic, your reasoning can actually catch up with your emotional discussion. So it's almost like you're using a different part of your brain when you speak. Exactly. And here's the deal. From conversations that I have with my clients, now this is not some research project that, you know, Harvard paid thousands of dollars for. This is just good old Gil sitting in his client, you know, counselor's chair talking to people. Mm-hmm. And when we start talking about this issue around self-talk and inner voice, about 90% of my clients will say that that inner conversation, that self-talk is negative. They are getting down on themselves. They're belittling themselves. They're questioning themselves. So is it any wonder 
that you are having an inner conflict because you're putting yourself down. Well, I would also add to that we may not be putting ourselves down, but we're putting down the person that we're talking to. What? <laughs> yeah, we could be like, you're full of it. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't have all the facts. How do you, how dare you talk? I mean, that whole conversation could be going in your head that's not even about you, but it's about them. So that's going on at the same time. They're talking yeah. to me about vital information. Yeah. So really, I at least, I'm not listening. No, probably not. And neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this really happened just this last Christmas. So we were in the kitchen. And to be honest with you, I cannot even remember what we were talking about. This is the beginning of the day. And beginning we were, of the day. And we're getting ready. It was Christmas morning. and Talking about the kids. Yeah. Yep. And we're in a blended family. And Gil made some point. Some It must have been about the kids. A comment about one of our kids. It was innocent. It was innocent. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> but I don't know if it was the tone of your voice or what the heck happened, but oh my gosh, everything inside of me, it's like, I just, I hate to use that word trigger, but I was triggered. You were set off. I was set off. And it, it was, this has never happened before. But in that moment, my mind totally made a left turn and I was blah, 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 blah in my head. And for some incredible reason, and I'm not patting myself on the back for this because I don't do this all the time, <laughs> but I became self-aware and I actually stopped for a moment and I looked at Gil and this, this happened in like seconds, you guys. It was so quick. It was happening before I even realized it. So I said to Gil, okay, I'm going to stop a minute here. I want you to know where my head is right now. As soon as you said what you just did, I immediately went to defensiveness of my kids. You don't know what you're talking about. Here we go again. I mean, blah, 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 just like right down the line. But I'm stopping and I'm telling you this because I know our relationship can handle it because we have a high level of safety and I can be vulnerable with you to say, this is what I was thinking and in this situation right now, this is not true. So instead of me not saying anything, I could have thought about this all day. It would have ruined our Christmas because I would have had an attitude and then you would have responded with defensiveness or what the heck's your problem because you didn't know what was going on. So I was able to stop and say, this is what I was thinking. It's not true. This is how it's made me feel. And you don't even know, you're not even aware of how you affected me that all happened in less than 10 seconds oh boom yeah and it was all a conversation going on inside of your head so you stopped and you asked me it was like what that was going on inside your head i meant nothing by that comment that, that was just seemed... it was an off-the-cuff remark with what i thought was innocent right but you stopped and you shared what you were saying which, you know, you were very clear. You 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 stretched out and could un took a bit of a risk and became vulnerable. But you were vulnerable because in some cases in the past, your vulnerability hadn't been handled well. Mm -hmm. Right. And so things did not go well. So you didn't feel safe. But in this case, you did. Yeah. And I think it's that whole self-awareness thing that I was I was realizing even physically what was going on that I was able to, in that moment, say, wait a minute, stop, stop the train in my head. 
and that I could share it with you and that you didn't get defensive about it or you didn't have to backpedal of what you said because at that point it wasn't really about you. Oh, it, it could have been. It could have been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could have got defensive because I was like, whoop. And I was like, hold on a second. She's trying to share something here. So shut up and listen. You did a really good job. Thank you. Yeah, Christmas was a nice day. <laughs> you were kind of like, where did that come from? So, ladies and gentlemen, why the heck does this happen? Well, there's a couple of things that really contribute to our inner voices and then the inability for us to be able to actually transverse it, i.e., Conquer it. And the why behind the why is, is what I refer to some things that transpire from and because of neuropathways, ruts in our brain that when we get stressed or we perceive something, we basically regress to those neuropathways that we have developed over a lifetime. We have experienced them. This is the other issue because based upon our experience, we rely on those things, and most of the time when we do, they get us into trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, we expire, we, we rely on experiences of which where I would recommend, not, not recommend, but this is where I explain that they are coming from the substructure of who we are as people, from our memories, our values, our experiences, our, uh, our attitudes, things that we have developed over the years. It is the substructure to who we are. I kind of refer to it as the basement of our personality. It's things that have developed since literally from our childhood. And we then base reality upon something that took place that may or may not have been true. So in reality, our our thoughts toward myself and others could be based upon this inner voice telling me something that's distorted. And that's why it's so difficult manage my inner voice when your inner voice is going off. Right, right. And then that gets into the inability for me to self-regulate. All right, self-regulate, psychobab, which means? Self-control. <laughs> uh, um, self-control, self-control <laughs> right. <laughs> and the ability for you to have self-control. Well, yeah, because if your self-control is not controlling itself, then my self-control has got reason to go off on you. <laughs> exactly. And away we go. And, and there therefore. The the dance yep. begins, and it all started because of those damn inner voices. Yeah, and you know what? This is not just within marriage. It can be through family members, through coworkers. I mean, we all, if you're a human being, you have an inner voice. I wonder if animals have an inner voice. I have no idea. That's <laughs> a good question to ask. But the idea is if we don't self-regulate, then that does not equal to safety in our relationship. Because if there's no safety and we're so busy in our head, there's no space for us to explore the emotion of what's really going on. Like, was because I was able to stop and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And then we're able to talk about the emotion. Why was I feeling that way? And that brought us connection. Well, literally, because the way you put it actually disarmed me by you saying, this is going on inside of me. So you owned it. You didn't make an accusation toward, hey, you did this. You you stayed with yourself and what was going on inside of you. Therefore, it actually allowed me to stop and go, oh, I care about you. What's going on? Because that's not what I meant. But what really is important is what I meant doesn't matter. What really matters is the fact of what's going on inside of you, giving you an opportunity to explore the emotion. Right. And you know what? I don't even know if I totally understood the emotion. And 
at that point in our conversation, that wasn't even important. It's just that you took the time to listen. Which leads us to this next point, listening. Because if the inner voice is going on, kind of like the one you were referring to, like you were in the grocery store and your mile, your, your brain went a you know, million miles the other direction, you really aren't listening. What's interesting is, is there is a conundrum, a double bind, a rock and a hard place, whatever you want to call it, you really can get messed up with this because how can I feel heard if you're not listening? Now, this is really odd because, you know, I can't hear until I can't listen until I've been heard. And so if you can't listen to me until I feel heard and you're not listening until you're feeling heard, we got us a problem, which means somebody's got to stop the train and slow down because in your own head, you are having another conversation to your own voice and therefore, you aren't listening to what I'm saying, and this creates then this double bind. Well, then basically that means I got to stop listening with my ears and listen with my heart, mm-hmm. which is a choice. I am choosing to shut up in your head, <laughs> in my head, yeah. and kind of go, okay, help me, okay, slow down, help me get through this. I'm here, I'm with you. I'm going to hold my judgment because I want to understand your perspective because it's about your emotion. It may not be about the issue at hand. It's about your perspective. Right. And that is so counterintuitive. I mean, as human beings, we are all struggling with that all the time. So it's almost like you, as I'm listening to you and what you're saying, I may not totally agree, which in that sense, I'm already in my head building my defense and thinking how you're wrong. But when you're truly listening, you're listening not to, listening does not mean you fully understand either. It's feeding it back to to your partner as to say, this is what I hear, this is what I'm hearing you say. And what happens is like, when you do that for me, Gil, and I can say, this is how I'm feeling, I'm feeling really, I don't know, abandoned, disrespected, whatever, you you repeat that back to me, I'm feeling like, okay, you really hear me. You may totally disagree and not understand what the heck I'm saying, but you are are in it with me. And in that moment, connection happens. And we are all about connection, you guys. It's not about communicating. It's about, I hear, Gil, what your heart is saying. I think you're totally off base, but that's not the point. The point is that I'm hearing what you're saying. Tell me more. Right. Because that connection is not so much hearing what you're saying. I'm feeling what you're saying. Yeah. My heart is in it. I don't maybe agree with you. I mean, because you began to talk about, you know, that Christmas morning was like, no, I don't agree with that. That's not what I meant. But if that's what you heard, then more importantly, I want to get into what you felt you heard. And then we can kind of go from there because in reality, we have to build vulnerability. And there are two very key components to vulnerability. That's trust and honesty. And if we ain't got that, it's back to the old adage, you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing. And without trust and honesty, you ain't got nothing. (laughs) Right. You know, it's non-negotiable. So that means this is something we really got to protect. And you cannot accomplish this when your thoughts are a thousand words a minute in your head 
it, you just have to physically tell yourself, we need to slow down this conversation because I don't want to miss your heart. We need to slow, especially if, if emotions are ramping up and then it really turns into a conflict. Boy, you got to pump the brake and slow it. Slow yourself down. Maybe you need to be a contortionist and put your foot on the brake like your head. You know, raise your foot up and put it on your ear or something so you can slow down. That's a crazy image. Yeah. Where did you come think up? about it. I just made it up. I mean, really, when you think about it, you slow your head down. How long has that been in your head right now? About a nanosecond. I mean, I just saw it. It's like, put your foot on your head. Slow down. Okay. So, basically, back to this whole issue of the basement in your life, these experiences, many times... I sit with clients and we're going through different concepts and you know modalities and all la and la 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 la. And really when it gets down to it, people have not maybe felt heard their entire life. Wow. Yeah. I mean it's scary and it hurts because now not only do they not feel heard, but this is why they feel alone. Mm. Because they haven't felt heard. Somebody's hearing them talk like wah 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 wah. But they haven't heard their heart. Their heart hasn't been heard. And now they feel alone. This is not good. Mm-hmm. Rather than be, being connected, maybe it's more about really being fully heard. I'm feeling what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I agree, but I'm feeling it. And I think the next important step that would be really easy to miss is like, if you haven't done this before, you feel like your heart has not been heard, and then all of a sudden your spouse gets it, to be able to affirm that in them, wow, thank you for listening. You you feel me now. You got my heart. And that is huge. Because sometimes we don't know if we've hit each other's heart or not. We have to tell each other. Well, basically, Brenda, what you just stated is the action of what's called acknowledgement or validation. Yes. And yes. when I feel acknowledged, I feel seen. I feel heard. Not parroting, because that is patronizing. But if I can share with you and you can share with me the concept, the idea, the big idea, the, the oh, yeah, you got it. You saw me. You know how I feel. Now I feel acknowledged. I feel validated. I feel connected to you. Mm-hmm. And that raises the trust and safety level. And it, 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 it's it's a really... Good for your it's good for your muscles <laughs> emotionally. You know, I, I just kind of want to take a little quick aside before we go to the action points. And I was I was kind of going through um, uh, some reading over uh, recently. I came across a book that was written 108 years ago by a guy by the name of Oswald Chambers. He's pretty well known. Uh, if you've ever read a little devotional called My Utmost for His Highest, was written by Ozzy, as we call him. <laughs> But one of the books that he published while he was still living was a book called Biblical Psychology. Now, that book is not for the faint of heart, ladies and gentlemen. That book was written 108 years ago. And if you're going to read the book, you better sit down with a really big pot of coffee because you've (laughs) got to concentrate on what he's saying. But in light of this aspect of hearing, being heard, not just listening, but really hearing the other person, I I wanted to borrow something from our friend Ozzy. Is, is that it is with the heart that we choose, and it is with the head that we then plan how to follow what we've chosen. Let me repeat that. It ain't with your head that you decide, it's with your heart. 
Scripture speaks more to the heart than it does to the head. It's really kind of interesting as I was reading Ozzy. When Jesus was asked questions that were from the head, he rarely answered them. Oh, I read this or I heard that because it was intellectual. He didn't usually answer those questions. But when the question was asked about the heart, anguish, sorrow, love, devotion, when those kind of questions were asked, Jesus answered because it was always the heart that he was aiming for. How does this fit into this whole aspect of the inner voice? Jesus is listening to hear your inner voice. Mm -hmm. How much more then should we really be listening to hear one another's inner voices if that was Jesus's main priority? Okay, I could begin to preach about this, but think about this. When your heart's not in it, you ain't in it. You can try to fake us all out with your <laughs> head knowledge, yeah. but quite frankly, folks, it doesn't hold water. It's not substantial. It isn't sustainable in the world of our world of PC talk now. It ain't sustainable if your heart ain't in it. Like they all said, if it ain't got no swing, it just ain't got no swing. It doesn't, it doesn't make any difference. So, okay, I think I've reached my little preaching. You got anything else you want to say? Well, the whole idea of self-talk and what is your inner voice saying um, and just being self-aware, you know, is, is part of it. And being, having a, taking the risk of sharing with your spouse how, what's what's the conversation going on? And it may even bring some laughter. Which... Okay, 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 okay. It finally came back to me. The lyrics for that stupid song I was just trying to think about. Yeah. It don't mean a thing unless there it's got go. swing. There, I was like, you. oh man, my inner voice couldn't let it go. I had <laughs> I, to have. I got it. That was wrong. That was wrong. I got to go. Okay. I my inner were... voice. My inner voice feels better now. Okay. <laughs> I knew that wasn't right, but I wasn't going to correct you publicly because I couldn't think of it either. Well, your inner voice was like, you don't. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Oh, my right. gosh. What are the action points? Okay. Let's, get this thing, <laughs> let's get this thing over with. Action steps. Number one, be aware of your inner voice. Slow down. That image of putting your foot on your head that Gil shared. Uh, if that works for you, go for it. It's I'd like to see weird. that if yeah. you can do it. Send us a picture. Ask yourself out loud, is this true of myself? Is this true of the other person? The key is pause, slow down. Maybe what you're basing your thoughts on could be inaccurate. It could be a distortion. It could be being based on something from your younger inner self that believes something that's based on experience that you might be misinterpreting. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, number two action step is to take that risk in that moment. You know, when you you're aware of that inner voice to be vulnerable and share it with whoever you're talking with, let them know here's what's going on in my head. Uh, my emotions can run away with that right now, but I, although I am feeling this way, my judgment may be incorrect, and that's not honoring to you. So this it's is not it's not honoring to us, right? Because if if we're gonna have trust and honesty, I I need to know because I want you to be honest with myself. The key is I I cannot get defensive when you tell me this is what your inner voice is saying. Right, that's huge. You cannot say oh you shouldn't feel that way or why that's stupid. I mean that, that trust is obliterated at that point. The yeah. point here is, folks, this step of taking the risk is actually a step of being one another's advocate for yourself and for the other person. 
to listen and not stay in your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, but, but you got to go to your heart and you got to be able to listen to your own emotions first to be able to say, okay, here's what's going on inside of me and then express the feelings or the, the perspective and then hear them for goodness sakes without judgment. Right. You know, I, I heard a, a quote from one of my colleagues uh, that I really think I, you know, this is my final word on this and then I'll let you you know close this out. And that is when listening, you might want to write this down, pull over to the side of the, the road, wherever you're at, stop, stop. <laughs> and here's the key. When listening, if you're doing anything but listening, you are not listening. Let me repeat this. When listening, if you're doing anything but listening, and that means to tell your inner voice to shut the mm up, you really aren't listening. That's that's hard. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that means I got to put me on hold so that I can get my inner voice to quiet down so that maybe it'll give you space to be really open and transparent with me. That's scary. Yeah, but to be able to do that for each other, oh my gosh, that's a game changer. And I think from the beginning of our relationship, that's something we've really tried to do for each other is to be that safe place. I could not have made that share that confession on Christmas morning if I didn't feel safe to do that with you. How how long has it taken us to get here? Long time. (laughs) (laughs) And it's still tested. Yeah, it's tested every week, every day, every moment. Yeah. 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 Do what you say. Say what you mean. Exactly. Well, folks, as you heard us before, the action steps are are there. Uh, Any final words? If you ain't got the marriage. (laughs) You ain't got nothing. Again, thanks so much for joining with us crazy people here. You guys are adorable. (laughs) Hang in there until we come back to you next time. All right. Take care. God bless you all. Hey, glad you joined us today. Want to connect with us? Find us at gillandbrenda.com and the usual social media outlets. We are available for coaching, counseling, marriage intensives, seminars, workshops, retreats, and so much more. We'd love to encourage you in your relationship. Give us a call today. And thank you to our producer and engineer, Corby Stevens.